bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out The Big Rap Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. Be sure to check out G1 on Facebook and on G1Reads.com. Their G1 Platinum Chanter and G1 Platinum Reads famously played by the 2016 Champion of Champions in Verarian District. Plus, the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Yes, hello there. What about you? Welcome along to another Big Rab Show podcast. I know, another one. <laughs> you guys are getting spoiled, but no, I'm actually I'm really enjoying making these podcasts, and I hope you guys are enjoying these too. I think, yeah, I think the rule of thumb would be yes. The amount of feedback we're getting back now on these podcasts, it's proven to be really popular. So, yeah, many thanks to absolutely everyone who's been tuning in, downloading, subscribing, and if yeah, if you haven't yet. Please subscribe to the podcast. That means an awful lot uh, because it means, for one, that you don't get to miss an episode ever because you'll get a wee notification that one has, you know, now arrived when it's as soon as it's uploaded. Um, plus, yeah, it means that we get to add numbers to the thing, and then I get to see whether it's going well or not going so well. So, yeah, subscribe, and if you're on Podbean, give us a follow. Um, as well as give us ratings and stars and comments and all of that sort of stuff. And yeah, because it's all interactive, this podcasting business. And if anything, it's good crack because I can bring you stuff on this podcast that I can't normally do on our radio show. Now, this past week on Fuse FM, where our show normally broadcasts live, uh, we had a bit of a hiccup. It happens. Technology breaks. And yeah, our live stream broke and it was not too popular by all the piping fans who would normally tune in live to our show. Um, they would you know, tune in on a Tuesday night and yeah, they couldn't listen. A lot of our international guys were kind of angry that they didn't get their, their dose of piping this week. So yeah, I think the only thing we could really say uh, with regards to our live show was sorry uh, the technology broke and yeah it happens (laughs) we couldn't do anything about it Um, it was a simple case of uh, the live stream runs through a standalone laptop computer and basically it fried and just refused to restart again it was all a bit of a nightmare and yeah the tech guys at fuse have done their best and are still currently working at it um, it's just one of those things, technology breaks. So, yeah, to you guys who sent in lots of angry messages, our show is repeated on a Saturday. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know that yet. But yeah, as well as getting the podcast uh, downloaded onto your mobile device, wherever you're going in the world, um, yeah, you can catch our show on repeat on Fuse FM. Uh, you know, Saturday nights, 7 o'clock till 9. So if you missed it on a Tuesday live, you can catch it on repeat on a Saturday. So there you go. So that was what happened through the week. Let's talk about the piping news that you might have missed. Yeah, because there was loads of piping news on the show. Um, so let's start at the very beginning. Port Leithan in this district got a new lead drummer. I can just about said that correctly. Yeah, 
<laughs> Port Latham District got a new lead drummer, Mr. Scott Black. I have to say congratulations to Scott, he's taken up the reins of lead drummer there. Taken over from Danny Brown. Now, Danny's been there at the core for a while now and had, you know, pretty good success with the band, it has to be said. But, uh, yeah, Danny is stepping aside and, yeah, Scott Black is taken over, so... Yeah, I wish Scott all the very best of luck there, Put Lathan. I reckon he'll have a, you know, a great season ahead of him. You know, I've listened to recordings of band practices and stuff that they've been uploading on their Facebook. If that's anything to go by, I think they're going to have a pretty good season. Now, also, a shout out to Akaran Pipe Band here in sunny Northern Ireland. They're running a 12-hour sponsored drumming marathon. So drumming for 12 hours straight... Without any breaks. <laughs> this is... Yeah, it's a bit of a miraculous thing to do. I have heard of people doing it before. Uh, but I've never actually witnessed it. So I might actually go along to this to see how it's done. So from 9am in the morning to 9pm. The guys are going to be drumming solid. And that's on the 4th of March. Uh, it's going to be to raise money for new instruments for Akharan Pipe Band. So it's going to be held in the community hall there on Dungannon. Now, it's going to be featuring kind of a pretty well-known and drumming, well-known name in drumming circles, Mr. John Scullion. Yeah, so John's going to be there joining them, and he's going to be taking part in this 12-hour sponsored drumming marathon. I think marathon is probably the right term. Now, I wish them the best of luck, because it's not a small undertaking, so good luck, guys, at Akaran. <laughs> now... On the 28th of January, depending on when you listen to this, the 28th of January is now behind us, and Inverarian District, of course, hit the stage. Now, this is the Royal Concert Hall in Glasgow, and in case you were living in a cage, <laughs> or living in a cave even, with no windows or doors, yeah, you would have heard about this concert, because I think the over overwhelming feedback from this concert was that it was amazing. Inverary hit the stage with their signature big sound, and... Yeah, incredible music. If Yeah, get along to the Big Rap Show Facebook page. We've uploaded, uh, well, not ourselves, but we've shared out, you know, quite a number of videos that people were taken from the crowd. Now, they were filmed on people's mobile phones, so I suppose you have to kind of expect a bit of a dip in quality, but uh, the performance itself is there. You can listen to it, and some of the material these guys are playing is incredible. Now, I think they played the second half of last year's medley, and oh, it still gives me goosebumps. <laughs> it, was, it was fantastic. So, yeah. If you haven't caught any of it at all, go along and check out the videos. There's plenty of them online. Uh, but also, if you were there at the Inverary concert, at the Royal Concert Hall, I'm insanely jealous because I didn't get to go myself. And, yeah, from all the feedback I've been hearing about it, it was pretty amazing so yeah i think everyone was suitably well impressed with inverary and if anything people were saying that inverary could be the band to you know to contend with this incoming season but do you know what it's january january and there's loads more time to go before the season actually kicks off so yeah who knows who knows but yeah you know going by how things are sounding at the moment inverary certainly sounding very strong right Far be it from me to promote other radio shows apart from my own, but I have to give a special shout to good mate of the show, Mr. Mark Wilson. Yeah, the presenter of BBC Northern Ireland Pipes and Drums has returned to the airwaves. Yeah, his radio show has returned to Radio Ulster. And I have to give him a shout to say hello for a start. Hi, Mark. And yeah, 
also recommend that you go and check out his show. It's about 30 minutes worth of, yeah, just pure piping bliss. So, yeah, if you don't get enough of piping from our show, Two Hours on Fuse, each week, plus our repeat on Saturday, you can also go and check out Mark on a Sunday. Half six, UK time, 6.30pm here in the UK, you can check out Mark on Radio Ulster. But failing that, you can also catch it on the BBC iPlayer if you miss it. So there you go. Now, on the 18th of March, there's a big concert coming up. Now, this is kind of concert season. This next two, three months, it's concert season. Um, so there we were just chatting away about Inverary there, but let's look at what's happening on the 18th of March. Right after St. Patrick's Day, of course, this one I'm going to want to get along to. The PSNI, the Pipes and Drums of the Police Service of Northern Ireland, are in the Silver Birch Hotel in Oma. Tickets are a tenner and they're available from any Mountjoy Pipe Band member. Also through the Mountjoy Pipe Band Facebook page. So, yeah, to get a chance to kind of get a sneak peek of what the PSNI are going to be bringing in this season. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I don't know. (laughs) I'm kind of stupidly excited about this because there is always that prospect around March time especially. You know, pipe bands love to kind of give their new material a bit of a run out to see how it goes. You know, even in front of an audience as well, to give it that extra bit of pressure. Maybe, you know, a little first half of a medley, maybe a Strasbe and a Reel from an MSR. You know, bands like to do these wee things, just to give us a little teaser, you know, what they're bringing to the grass. So... Yeah, great opportunity to go and check out the PSNI. Uh, so, yeah, again, Silver Birch Hotel in Oma. Tickets are a tenner and available from any Mountjoy Pipe Band member. You can contact David. His telephone number is 758 There you go. And I don't have to read it out again because this is a podcast and you can wind it back. Now, I'll have to turn the page in my script. Yeah, believe it or not, I do have a script. <laughs> 18th of February, now depending on when you listen to this as well, uh, 18th of February at 8pm in the Donaldson Hall in Garvate. I think that's how you pronounce it. I've had, I've had people telling me seven different ways to pronounce this. But Thiepville Memorial are in concert, along with Bally Breast Pipe Bands. Both bands are in concert in the Donaldson Hall. And yeah, 18th of February, 8pm. Now admission is by free offering. So, if you fancy giving 10p, you can get in through the door. But, by the same token, you can give £10 and get in through the door at the same time. So, they are Thiepville Memorial and Bally Priest Pipe Band. Sorry. In action, in concert, 18th of February. There you go. Now, let's chat about Across the Water in sunny Scotland. What's going on? Dundee Pipe Band are currently looking for a drum major. Now, this is reaching out to all the drum majors out there. Are you looking for a band? Because there's a band looking for a drum major. So there you are, a match made in heaven. Dundee Pipe Band are looking for a drum major. However, they did stipulate in their advert that they would like a drum major with military experience. Now this was kind of unusual to me. I don't know very many drum majors that have had military experience. Now I do know a few, don't get me wrong. Um, But... Yeah, I don't think they're too common, um, to be honest. Like, has Mr. Brian Wilson, MBE, got military experience? Or even, you know, our current world champion, Paula, has she got any military experience? I, I don't know. But, you know, world champion? Is that not 
that not okay? I don't know. Dundee, you can explain that one. Um, but yeah, that's what Dundee Pipe Band are looking for. They're looking for someone with military experience. They say it's preferable but not essential. So, yeah, there you go. Best of luck to Dundee. I hope you do manage to find your drum major. And, yeah, let's fly on. More concerts and workshops and all of that good stuff. McCallum Bagpipes. They're holding a roadshow in the Dunsully Hotel here in Antrim. And this is on the 11th of March. And it seems to be March is kind of a busy month for bands. But, yeah, McCallum Bagpipes are coming over. Now, this is Dunsully Hotel, the 11th of March, 7pm. Now, let's read through the list of names of who's attending. You have Graham Drummond, Stuart McCallum, Willie McCallum, Kenny McLeod, Rory Crossart, Stuart Little, Stephen Lisk. There you go. And it kind of reads as a who's who, really, doesn't it, of who plays McCallum Pipes. So this is a great opportunity to go along and check out McCallum Bagpipes. Also hear them being played by some of the best in the world, like Willie McCallum, Stuart Little, Graham Drummond, Rory. Come on, it's just a who's who. So, to be able to go there and be able to pick these guys' brains as well, you know, and ask them about your McCallum setup. Maybe, you know, if you play McCallum Pipes, now's your opportunity to go and ask them about setup. You know, about, you know am I lapping my drones correctly and all that? I don't know, I'm a drummer. Like, I don't know. You, pipers can talk about water traps for ages, I've discovered. I have no idea what this thing is, the, the water trap. But it seems to be a real topic with pipers. So I'm going to have to get educated. I'm going to have to real do some real proper research as to what a water trap is. And canisters and all this. I have no clue. I honestly have no clue. No clue at all. But hey, there you go. There's a chance to go and learn. You go to... <laughs> yeah, that go to the workshop and you can learn all of this stuff. Anyway, I have to give a shout out to Loman and Clyde Pipe Band. Yeah, straight off the back of their Glasgow tattoo appearance, they have just announced that they have a new drum major. Yeah, this is of course following the retirement of Mr. Brian Wilson, MBE. Which is sad to see him go from the competition field, to be honest. But yeah, he's turned his he's turned his hand to judging now. So yeah, they Loman and Clyde now have a new drum major. And they announced it as Lauren Hanna. Well done, Lauren. So Lauren, of course has had a long career in drum majoring and she is now our current adult British champion and current champion of champion. So there you go. Yeah, adult champion and champion and is adult British champion as well. Now Lawrence came close on a couple of occasions as well at other majors so has had a pretty good season this year. So I wish her all the very best at Loman and Clyde. Um, dare say she'll fit in well. The guys at the Clyde <laughs> will certainly make her feel welcome. Um, so Lauren, how the very best down there at the Clyde. On the Clyde, go on the boys. Right, now, the, I had to end last night's show. I say last night. I had to end Tuesday night's show with a bit of sad news. But it kind of prompted... A lot of positive response, to be honest, whenever I read it out. Uh, Now, New Zealand Police Pipe Band. They came out and made an announcement to say that they're not making the trip over to this year's Worlds, the 2017 World Championships. They made an announcement saying that they're not going to make the journey. Um, The reason being is because they wanted to take a year to kind of regroup, rest up, learn some new material, get the ball rolling again for 2018. Now, whenever you think about it, them guys are coming all the way from New Zealand. That is not a small thing. You can't sneeze at that. And whenever you consider the 
distance. The sheer logistics of getting those guys to Glasgow Green in the first place. That's insane. It really is. And you're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars to get them over there. And, you know, once you're there, then you have your spending money. You have to feed people, you know, and house them for a period of time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just a massive, massive undertaking. And, yeah, I totally respect the band for making this decision. Because 2016 was an amazing season for uh, the New Zealand Police. They qualified for the final. Um, whenever they read out the qualifying results, you honestly thought that they just won the World Cup. <laughs> you know, they were jumping around like idiots. And fair play to them. You worked so hard and, yeah, they achieved an awful lot. And well done to everyone at New Zealand Police. And much respect to you guys, honestly, for making this decision not to travel this year and to regroup, do a bit of fundraising, you know, get the ground under your feet and then hit the ground running come 2018. Now, that also got me thinking. Yeah, enough of the piping news. It's time for this week's Topic of the Week. Yes. Topic of the week time. This is when I pick a topic and ramble on it. And you guys can join in on the back. You can message in. As always, if you're listening to the podcast, feel free. Message us on Facebook, which is The Big Rab Show. Or you can reach us on Twitter as well, which is at Big Rab Show on Twitter. Yeah, I wanted to talk about major competitions. Now we have the Scottish, the British, the European, the UK's, and of course, the world's. Now, this has been a debate for a long time that all of our majors seem to always be in the UK. More so specifically now, recent times, most of all of our majors all seem to be in Scotland. There's only one real major that's over in Northern Ireland, and that's the UK's. Um, so, yeah, you know, over here in Northern Ireland, we have our own majors. We have the Ulster Championships and the All Ireland. Um, but. You know, they're not part of the major calendar in the RSPBA. So, you know, we're not getting the likes of Shots and Dykehead coming over here trying to win the All-Ireland. So, <laughs> I guess what my question is, and this is always up for debate, and you guys can give your opinion, but I'll give you my opinion. The World Championship, its home is in Glasgow, and I can't argue with that. Whenever you look at the Pipe and Life Festival, how it's went on from strength to strength to strength, it's just been getting better and better each and every year. I can't honestly say that I can see the World Championship going anywhere else. I know other cities and stuff have put bids in every time it comes up for you know availability. I think is it every four years or something like that, or five years, something like that. I can't remember now. But every time it's up for grabs, you know, cities from all over put in for the World Championships. I think even Belfast have put in for it at a time. But they ended up getting the UK Championships because, of course, they just simply couldn't match the bid that was put in by Glasgow. Glasgow is kind of the home of piping. Has this massive piping festival running all week, with the world's being the culmination of it. And as well as having the National Piping Centre there. And, you know, it's just... The Glasgow Green is synonymous with the world. It just is the world. Do you know? And I remember even back in days where it was in Ballyhouston. <laughs> Lovely washed out Ballyhouston Park. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
think less said about Don Place the better. But um, yeah, you know. So personally, I, as much as I would love to see the world moved around the world, I just don't know if I could leave its home in Glasgow. Um, and that's rich coming from me, a Northern Irishman, and I would love to see it come to Belfast. Um, but I honestly think the world has a place in Glasgow now as part of that whole pipe and live week. You know, it's become its own monster. Do you know what I mean? But there is a very definite case for other majors to travel. Now, this is just my opinion. The UK championships, for instance, can go anywhere in the UK. Why not put it in Cardiff? You know, put the UK championships in the UK capital. Put it in London. You know, just move it all around the UK. Put it in Liverpool, Manchester, I don't know, Huddersfield or something. I don't know. Or even just anywhere around the UK. It doesn't have to always be in Belfast. Although, I have to say, the venue up there in Stormont in Belfast is fantastic. The beer temp facilities this past year has been kind of questionable. But, <clears throat> not that. We'll not talk much about that. <laughs> but the venue at Stormont in Belfast, I think, was just amazing. This past few years, the UK Championships has proved to be very popular. There's a lot of hotels in and around Belfast. It's pretty easy for bands to come over and stay. You know, there's no shortage of places, you know, to, to stay, you know, hotels-wise. Um, so, you know, Belfast is pretty well set up for the UK Championships. But, yeah, move it around a little. You know, I think it would do no harm. But the same can also be said for, you know, the Scottish Championships. Move it around Scotland. Also, for the European Championships. I think there was occasion where the European Championships actually went to... Was it Belgium? I think it was. I remember it happening. I think it was Belgium. See, I should really Google all this stuff before I come on here and try to sound professional. But I think I remember the European Championships going to Belgium one time. I could be completely wrong. But, do you know what I mean? It's stuff like that should happen. You know, move the European Championships around. Put it to France. You know... I don't know, Germany, definitely, you know, there's such a massive piping scene in Europe now that I had no clue of a few weeks ago. But now that I'm aware of it, why not move it around? Give these European bands a chance to shine. And if anything, give the European bands a chance to have a pop at the big guns. You know, wouldn't it be interesting to bring over your field marshals and your Inveraries and that to duke it out with the European bands? Because a lot of them... A lot of these bands just simply can't afford to travel. They can't afford to make it to the Worlds. And that's one of the things that I take from some of the documentaries that I've watched. The Worlds is set on such a pedestal that it's a pilgrimage. And even to be standing on Glasgow Green on the day of the competition is an achievement in itself. Do you know? And... While that's cool and everything, you know, and attracting bands from all around the world is what it's all about. But if we're going to be promoting our music and our culture and our pipe band life all around the world, then why not take it all around the world? Why have the world come to us when we can go to the world? Now, there has been an argument for a while about ticking competitions, especially majors, over to North America, or even Canada. Now, come on, there's a massive piping scene over there. Just look at Winter Storm that's just happened. Look how massive that event was. And that was in Kansas City, and the place was 
heaving that weekend. Now, it was incredible the amount of music that was produced. The talent that was there was just incredible. You know, so take a competition over to North America and see what happens. Now, of course, North America and Canada, of course, too, both have their own piping seasons. Um, But there's still... I can't say that they're on a par with any of the major championships that we would have here. You know, with the likes of our, you know, our world championships, our UK championships. Just the pool of bands that are pulled in from all over. You know, the competition itself is massive. You know, so... I don't know. I think there's a big argument for pulling our major championships out of Scotland, out of the UK sometimes on occasion as well, and even circulating them around and just, you know, spreading it out there. Do you know what I mean? I think there's a very definite case where that should happen. But that's my opinion. Maybe you guys completely disagree with me. One thing I do think is kind of rubbish at the moment. Now, this is me being completely biased. But I know what's hurting a lot of bands at the moment is with most of the majors being over in Scotland, bands have to pick and choose how many majors they can compete in during the year because you're having to, you know, travel basically for a full weekend each time to compete at a major. So it used to be, you know, the Worlds was the number one. It's always in the diary. You're going to the Worlds no matter what. But then you have to look at your Scottish and your Euro and your British. And, you know, so that's three other times where you're catching a boat, you're catching a plane, you're booking hotels, you're booking off from your day job, stuff like that. You know what I mean? And that's kind of why I'm picking a bone with it on the podcast now. Um, I just believe that, yeah, I believe that the competition should be circulated around a bit more. I understand the regional ones where, you know, they should be based in the UK and the Scottish ones should, should be based in Scotland. You know, it would be kind of weird having the Scottish Championships in Dublin. You know, it would be kind of odd. Um, <laughs> but, you know, do you know what I mean? You, you can circulate them around in their areas. Um, certainly make it a lot more interesting for bands, men and women. You know, get to travel around and see a bit of the world. Um, plus, it would help promote our culture and our music, you know, to someone who mightn't ordinarily hear it. Like, imagine taking a, a pipe band competitions, a pipe band competition, sorry, to anywhere in France. Like, imagine taking it to Disneyland Paris. Wouldn't that be awesome? Having a pipe band competition with Mickey Mouse standing beside you. Oh, my word. Hey, Goofy, what about you, pal? Here, can you give me a 9 out of 10 for me opening roll? Do you know what I mean? Lethal. <laughs> and think of the photo opportunities as well. Imagine having a grand finale in front of the big castle. And then all the fireworks going off and all the rest. And Mickey jumping around the place. Lethal. I imagine the salute to the chieftain. There'll be him and Donald standing there. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I'm talking some cake now. But I think, honestly, there should be a better case for circulating our major championships around the world. Now, I do understand it's all about money. These events don't run for free. And there's a massive cost involved, as well as a massive amount of effort put in and planning, getting these events up and running. Uh, it's just, it's a huge, huge job. I'm not underestimating, underestimating it at all. But, I don't know. I think I'm just getting kind of kind of jaded with the whole stalemate with where our competitions are at the moment. You know? Anyway, that's the topic for the week. You can give me your opinion. 
Tweet me at Big Rab Show or you can reach me on Facebook as well, which is The Big Rab Show on Facebook. Feel free, send us a message and let me know your opinion. That's the whole point and yeah, we'll continue to chat about it I'm sure on the live show and all the rest. Now, now to the main feature of this podcast. I have to give a special shout to Blairian District Pipe Band. Yes, they announced there a while ago that they had a design a bass drum competition. And the winner was announced on our live show on Tuesday night. Now I have to shout Adam Wilson. Adam Wilson, well done. He won the competition. And his design, there's a photograph up of it there on the Big Rap Show Facebook page. Blairian District's brand new bass drum has been selected. And it's class. I actually really like it. It's like blue and white with like gold... I don't know, gold twinkles through it or something. It's really cool. I really like it. Um, so go and check it out. Blairian District loved it too, and they chose it as their winner. So Adam, congratulations. Adam also won a massive uh, goodie bag full of Blairian District merchandise. So hey, not bad. He gets his design printed on the bass drum, plus a whole load of free swag. So go, Adam. Nice one. So... I have to give a shout to Blairy because I managed to spend the Saturday practice with them. Just Saturday past there. And I was invited over just to hang out with the band and see how things were going. And of course, I couldn't wait to go. Because of I knew who their lead drummer was. Mr. Eric Ward. Yeah, so I got a chance to get a good interview with Eric. And a good interview with their pipe major, Nigel, as well. So, but that's to come. I have to say, this is what I couldn't say live on the show... And so I'll say it here on the podcast because I can. This is what makes the podcast great. Now, I was hanging out with the band. And I honestly, whenever I was trying to find the band hall, first of all, I thought my sat and I was lying. I thought, there's no way there's a band hall up here. But then, sure enough, I drove past and there's Eric and the guys practicing outside on drums. Wow. Okay. So, hung out with the drummers for a period of time. And see, how can I describe it? Everyone knows Eric's kind of style of drumming. Really technical, really kind of rising and falling, but always really intricate. Well, he has brought that with him to Blairian District, and you should hear it. These guys have been working their tail off. I'm not kidding. The whole time I was there, they didn't stop. The the band supposedly stopped for a lunch break, um, and I was very kindly invited into the kitchen where they give me soup and everything, and you know we get something to eat, and we're all standing around chatting, and it was great. I was introduced to everyone as Big Rab from the radio, <laughs> which was really cool. So yeah, <laughs> but honestly, such a good time hanging out with Blairy. Um, but one thing I took from it is that the whole time the band was supposed to be on a break. They weren't, they didn't stop, they kept going. You know, people were, as you know, as they were trying to shove a, a roll down their throat or something, you know, like an old bit of loaf or whatever, I'd try to hit there. But they were standing asking Eric, you know, what's the 40s in that there? Do you know what, what's the third bar? And then, you know, constantly talking about the material and going over it. It was incredible to watch, you know, the dedication and also the focus that was there as well. These guys were kind of intense. And, yeah, during the whole four or five hours I was there, just constant work. Um, so I take my hat off to them. The guys on Blairy are really pulling the stops out, you know, trying to uh, trying to 
up the game, I think, and hit the ground running with, with a bang. And, yeah, trust me. There was a period of time where they were on the floor together as a band. And this was apparently the first time they had played together as a band with pipes and drums together. And they were playing through MSRs and all the rest. Now, I closed my eyes and just listened. I wanted to take away from the visuals. And if yeah, you closed your eyes, honestly, from a drummer, you could have swore it was Eric's drum corps that he had at Glasgow Place. These guys just sounded incredible. Now, that's not to take away, of course, from what Blairy managed to achieve this past few seasons. Blairy had a fantastic core under Davy Brown. Um, definitely full of rise and fall, you know, and just emotion, I think. You know, Davy's music was all, I kind of found it very emotional. It was led, very musical, very emotional. But Eric's is very clinical, very accurate, and very technical kind of style of playing, which is amazing. And you should really hear it to believe it. And it's a testament to the guys at Blairy. They're working their socks off. And. Yeah, I have to say a massive, massive thank you to everyone down there at Blairian District for having me in the hall in the first place. Because let's face it, you don't normally like to have a guy from the press snooping around your band practice. Especially when he goes over and sticks a microphone in your face and starts asking you questions. (laughs) Yeah, not for the faint-hearted, but these guys were up for it like they were great crack. So, yeah, massive thank you to Blairian District. So, let's get into it. Here's the interview with the legend himself, Mr. Eric Ward, and of course the pipe major extraordinaire, Mr. Nigel Davison. Well, I'm out and about my travels today and I'm turned up at Blairian District Hall. Yeah, I'm here on a Saturday practice and I believe this is the first time kind of on drums and everything. Joining me today, I have to say, is Mr. Eric Ward. What about you, Eric? Oh, I'm not too bad. I'm <laughs> delighted to be on your show, and a welcome to all the listeners. Oh, thanks, a million for chatting to me. Anyway, I have to say, I can't believe this is the first time on drums. As I was listening to you, is the day. how do you think things are going in the band? Well, this is our first time playing with the band, and it's going absolutely well. Although I have to say, the, the boys have been a lot of hard working over the, the past few months, you know, and it's paying dividends now. Yeah, uh, and this is all down to them. Whenever they do the work and you go to play with the band, it's very easy for it to come together. Whenever you have a relationship with Nigel, you know the tempos, you know the way he's playing things, you know how he's phrasing things. Yeah, you know it makes it, it makes life easier. It all helps, I'm sure. It makes, it does. Yeah, that's what. Big question is how have you found the adjustment and from moving from where you were at to here? How do you find it? Well, musically, I find it really refreshing to come to a band like this. Hmm. You know good pipe band tunes you know and it's great uh, the only difference is the location that's the, the, that's the only yeah. problem and it's not a problem because we can fly over in the morning and fly Aye. back in the evening you know, it's, it's well, that's, that was one of my questions about the whole logistics of it how does it work did you guys do over Skype or yeah well, you're here today yes but what we do we use WhatsApp and today's oh, right. technology you know you record things you can record it put it on WhatsApp we all have uh, a band page a drum corps page ah. you, you know so all I do is download the, the score and then I, I put the music on to that as on well WhatsApp there you we've go got WhatsApp we've got Dropbox we use these two devices and you know it's great they have the music they get on with it I come over uh, and I, as I say I can come over here in, a, in one day mm-hmm and it's easy to do that rather than travelling to a band two nights a week. 
Well, that's it. Yeah, do it in one stop. Ah, really. it's yeah. easy. It's cost-effective to do it in the one day as it is two nights travelling to a van. Certainly, yeah. So, from listening to your style of playing, I didn't film any of it. I didn't record any of it. <laughs> I know it's all top secret. But no. w- what I can kind of give away is that your signature style of playing has followed you. And, frankly, I'm a big, big fan of it. Has Nigel give any kind of direction as to the musicality for the drum corps, or is that all of your kind of department? No, Nigel hasn't. He, you know, it's a free hand. Yeah. He knows the style, he knows what, what he's getting. <laughs> <laughs> so that's easy. Uh, yeah. You know, and once you've been in playing in pipe bands as long as I have, you know what to do and you know how to do it. You yeah. have the experience to do that. You know, so mm-hmm. I understand that, understand the way he plays. You know, which is very easy to play it to. Certainly, yeah. As you say, with regards to tempos and phrasing, it's pretty straightforward, you know. It's very to the point, if ah. you know what I mean. Yeah, it is what it is. So, if anything, I was going to ask the question around drums. Everyone had asked the question of the show, will your drum brand be following you? Now, I can't advertise on the show, but you can. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> no. will your particular brand of... Uh, percussion be following you then Eric? Yes of course it will, you know uh, I'm still in Dorsey for Pearl, yes. uh, the drums are with us, we're using the drums you know, what can I say, you know I've been with them for over 20 years now and, Wow, there you go Yeah, uh, It's an excellent drum, you know so, you mm-hmm. know, they're sticking with me and we just get on with it That's fantastic, you also have a new brand of stick outs can you tell me about, about this? Yes, that was uh, innovative percussion uh, right. You know, I spoke to Michael Eagle, who's a sales rep- representative for them, and he, he got together and he said, what about, you know, doing a stick? We would develop a stick with you. I said, hmm. of course you can. So we started off like that, samples, and the stick come through. Yeah. You know, uh, it's using good maple. Good, and good, yeah. It's a good experienced company who, you know, can make a stick. They make the profile of the stick, aye, accurate aye. in what the dimensions that you want. So it was a no-brainer. Easily. Yeah, there you go. Fantastic. So I have to ask you, in your long and distinguished distinguished (laughs) career in piping uh, and drama, have you got any kind of moment that stands out to you as, wow, that was pretty cool? (laughs) Oh, dear, dear. That's a big question. It is a big question because I've had lots of good moments Mm. because I've played with a lot of good people. You know, I played with Tom McAllister yeah. in shots, you know, mm-hmm. won the worlds. It was the first introduction that I had to playing with a, a big band and mm. a big sound. Right, you see, know, yes. Uh, and then played with Harry McNulty again. Harry was a great pipe major, good yeah. sound as well. You know, and, and in the post I played with uh, with Jimmy Wark and Donald Mackay. And with great times, you know. Yeah. Th- these are, the, these are the, the times that stick out for me. Certainly, you know, I really enjoyed and enjoyed the playing in the band. You're able to sit back and go, "Wow, look where I am," kind of thing. Well, yeah, certainly. yeah. I know, enjoy it. You know, enjoy the moment. There you are. So now you've been here at Blairy for a period of time. How do you think the season's going to roll forward for you this year? It's <laughs> a big question, too. <laughs> I know. Well, if you look at Grade One, you know they're all good bands. There isn't a bad band in it. No, there's no bad bands in Grade One now. No, and you know they're all playing well, they're presenting good music, uh, and we're in the ballpark. That's it, in there fighting with the rest. Fighting with everyone yeah. else, you know, and you know, at the end of the day, it's down to the judges where they have you. There you are. Well, Eric, thanks a million for chatting to us. I have a couple of questions just to mm-hmm. leave before I let you go. 
uh, a lot of people who have come on the show mm-hmm. and have actually quoted as being yourself as being someone who have influenced them in their playing. You know, that's someone to look up to. Uh, for one, how does that feel? <laughs> for being held up as this, you know, amazing player. Um, but also, who do you look to as an inspiration for your playing? Well, uh, I suppose it's a privilege whenever people do look towards you, you know, as a role yeah. model, you know, for drumming. Mm. And I, I really, you know, appreciate that. I really yeah. do. So thanks to everyone who does, you know, Go. to support us. Uh, come and support us we'll be out Bangor this year's the first competition there you go so yep. come and introduce yourselves hopefully the sun will shine <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice day now <laughs> yeah it's nice and dry today uh, so would there be anyone really in the piping and drumming world that you would look to well I've had a lot of really really I've been uh, privileged over the years because my first tutor uh, was Ronnie Dixon Oh uh, yes, I played with uh, Frank Gibson. Frank Gibson was a big influence to me. Mm-hmm. You know, he done a lot, lot for me. Bobby Ray played with Bobby. Everyone yes. knows Bobby. Found some Bobby. You know, and we had <laughs> great times together. Yeah. Uh, but I have to say, my biggest influence would have to be Alec. Whenever oh, I went to play course. with Alec, yes. you know, it, it was something that was unique. Uh, an experience in itself, I would say. It was yeah, incredible. It was absolutely incredible to play with this man. Mm. He was fantastic. I don't think he gets enough praise. No, I don't know. think he gets as much credit in the drumming world as he really deserves. No, I, I know, think honestly. that as well. I do, I do. I would pitch him up there with the likes of Buddy Rich. All these, these big drummers, you know. I always looked at Alec as the Buddy Rich of the pipe band world. I see, yeah. Because he revolutionised <laughs> what we do and how we do it in pipe bands. Oh, completely, yeah. You know, a agree. lot of young kids today, they don't realise that the rudiments that we played, hmm. this is the founder who used them. Well, that's he it. was the one that used it. He was the one that seen the Swiss, the Swiss, the Swiss rough, the Swiss roughs. Yeah, know, uh, the Rat the mm-hmm. tap flam, flam tap. You know, well, before that, was kind of unheard, unheard of. Uh, yeah, they had names for everything, and mm-hmm. Alec was playing them, and he didn't know there was names <laughs> for them. <laughs> there you go. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time playing with him. It was, to be honest, it was a unique time. It was a great time to be playing. Yeah, I'm sure, today. Yeah. I enjoy my playing today. That's why I do it. To everyone out there, mm-hmm. if you enjoy playing and playing your drums, playing in your band, mm. do it. Well, that do was going to be my closing question. It's just if you have any kind of tips or even anything like that for anyone who's just starting out. We have a lot of beginners who would listen to the show. Have you any kind of words of advice, words of wisdom for new starts? I would say it to the new kids. Anyone that lifts a pair of sticks, how you hold the sticks is the most important. Thing it's like you, you know yeah. it's the fundamentals and it's the basis. Same as a chanter. Same yeah. whenever you go to play a chanter, you learn the scale. You learn mm-hmm. how to do it properly. Whenever you lift the sticks, make sure you hold them properly. Make sure you use your fingers. Make sure you use your thumb. Mm-hmm. You have control over the stick. Don't make it awkward for yourself. It's just no, yeah. there's a bit of sense into it. You know, so look at how you do things and you go. listen to your instructor. Well, that helps too, yeah. yeah. So it's like the great old words of wisdom. You have to put your running shoes on before you go for a run. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, you've got to get the technique first. Once you acquire the technique, you can do anything. Mm. Anything you want to do. There's one word that we don't use in drumming, and that is can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. Yes, you can. 
Yes, you can. Practice, and you'll be able to do it. There you go. Well, I have to say, I take my hat off to the guys. They seem to be working stupidly hard, <laughs> would be the word. Um, I think they had maybe five minutes to get something to eat, and then they're straight back in on pads again. It's been a really busy practice, but I'm sure, has it been like this for most of the winter then? It has, yes. yes. Yeah. There you go. Well, long may it continue. I wish you yourself and Blairian District all the very best of luck. No doubt I'll get chatting with Nigel later on. I'll pick his brains about chin selection. <laughs> but, Eric, really appreciate you chatting with me on the show. Hopefully I'll catch you through the season. Yes, you will. Rab, thanks very much for having me on the show. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I'm still here, and they haven't managed to give me the boot yet. <laughs> Kick me out the door. I'm here at Blairian District Band Parkers, and I'm here none other than the pipe major. Nigel, what about you? I'm grand, thanks Rob, thank you. <laughs> I have to say, thanks a million for having me down. There's not many grade one bands that have, you know, a guy from the press snooping around their band press. <laughs> oh no, you're fine. The heads, man. Glad to have you down, thanks for coming. So, I have to ask a whole load of questions our listeners have been sending in, and mostly about the change of lead drummer. Uh, how are you finding the adjustment now that David has retired and hung up the sticks, and now Eric has took over? How are you finding everything? Well, I've never really had a problem working with any leading drummer I've had in the band. Um, no. um, with Davey was the last one, obviously, and we, we had a good um, working relationship, and it seems to have carried on. There's no problems with Eric, and we're glad to have him. And he comes with a, a big history, and mm. you know, hope that can rub off a wee bit on everyone else in the band. Certainly. Well, if anything, I think that was your first time on the floor together as a band, and uh, not to let the cat out of the bag, but sound pretty sharp, to be honest. How do you think things are going this winter? Well, I mean, uh, we're probably just really getting at it now, and um, um, the drummers certainly have been working very hard. The pipe core just uh, has been working hard as well, um, hmm. and there's a lot of uh, there are a few young guys in the band now as well there. So a few have made the step up to grade one. So we'll just have to keep working hard with them and and um, try to get everybody on the same level and work within everybody's potential and, and try to get the best out of everyone. But certainly so far it seems to be going okay, you know. Excellent. There you go. So I've got a few geeky questions about tune selection. Looking into this season, was there anything that you wanted to specifically play that you thought, I'm playing this in 2017? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. I mean, obviously... Um, it's always difficult to pick medley selections, um, mm. so there is a lot of um, to and fro, and there's a lot of tunes you think you're going to like, and you learn them, and, and you think, no, this, uh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not going to enjoy this, you know. So aye, aye. it goes out the window, and you, you pull something else in. So mm. I'm quite happy with um, our new medley, and um, I think it's, it's going to be enjoyable to play. So are we getting a complete new medley then? Well, yeah. I mean, we had a new medley last year, and we've took bits and We've probably changed a lot of it, mm. and um, but uh, there's probably a couple of tunes in it that are, are the same, you know. But it's to me, it's new. Like I mean, it's just it just it's yeah. just changed the whole the whole, um, the whole um, musically. To yeah. me, it's, it's better, you know. So. So now, with working with Eric and having his whole technical style, I have to be honest, it's followed him here. It sounds fantastic. How do you think as a pipe major it sounds? yourself well I mean it's the first as you said it's the first time we've played yeah. um, together um, through MSRs there mm-hmm. today and I mean there's no issues so um, I mean I, I find his style was, was was nice to play with you know there was plenty mm-hmm. of time to, to phrase even though we were playing up 
the tempo ah, we didn't yeah. feel like we were no pushing and pulling we were, no pushing no pulling it felt like the time to free us the tunes and um, it actually probably helps us hmm. as a pipe core you know excellent well rolling into the 2017 season then how do you think your season's going to go I know it's kind of early to call in January but confident enough Ach, well I wouldn't say that I've, I've never been like that but um, <laughs> I mean but I mean, once we hit the grass, hopefully, um, all I want for the band, uh, ever want for the band, right through all the grades, is to try to get the group of pipers and the whole band to play uh, to their potential. Mm. And whether it's way off the pace, or it's in the middle of the pace, or somewhere close to it, whatever, you know, as long as we can play to the potential of the player that we have as a, yeah. as a complete unit, we'll, end, we'll have done our job. Excellent. Well, I have to ask you, has there been any kind of sound issue? I know pipe majors are forever changing chanters and throwing some stuff through the window. Have you had any such issues yourself? Uh, issues? Um, well, it's too early to say. We're just really starting to look at what we're going to do for sound and stuff. Uh, mm. But you never know. Um, everybody's always looking at, to see if they can help their band in different ways. So... Um, We'll have to wait and see. Just, just to find that edge. So still a work in progress then, really, Nigel. So, with that in mind, will you guys be hitting the stage at any concerts? Anything coming up this year? or? Uh, we have a concert to play at on the, in February. I think it's the 17th. All right. It'll be more of a minivan, probably, than, than anything else. So we are down to play at that, although... Um, with the drumming having to learn four new sets this year oh, yeah uh, from scratch I don't know what we're yeah. going to be playing but um, we'll, we'll put something together and hopefully that will be good value for anyone that comes along excellent I look forward to that plus you're going to have a brand new shiny bass drum plus a whole new set of drums as well yep. can you give anything away as to what they're going to look like or well I mean the, the <laughs> drums obviously are, are going to be the pearl drums that yeah. Eric, Eric played last year so that's what they are yeah. um, regarding the bass drum there was a bit of a competition I believe to, mm-hmm. to, to, to sort out the head for the bass drum so I think there was a winner pick today so uh-huh. um, we'll have to wait and see what that looks like in, in, in reality so that's to come on the show the winner will be announced later on uh, well I have to say thanks a million again for having me here I really appreciate your time and if anything, I wish you all the very best for the season coming in thanks very much Rob and, uh, I'm glad to have you here thank you thanks so there you have it. Yes, indeed. Thanks again to Eric Ward and to Nigel Davison for chatting to us. I really look forward to the, the incoming season to see what you guys are going to bring to the, the circle. I think it's going to be nothing short of interesting. <laughs> I think that's the kind of polite way of putting it. I urge you to go and check out Bleary this year. I think they're going to be a dark horse. They're definitely pushing things as hard as they can. Um, working very, very hard and... Yeah, I really wish them well coming into next season. So hopefully I'll get back behind the the, the scenes at Blairian District before the season kicks off, um, just to you know get an update, catch up with them. Because at the moment, as I say, it's only January. Things are in their fledgling stage and they're still trying to figure things out. So hopefully I'll get back to them before the season kicks off proper. And yeah, I'll get to see how things are progressing before they hit the grass. Now, this is what I'm going to throw out there on the podcast. I want to visit bands at your practice. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, yeah, and you want me to visit your band practice, I would be more than happy to come down. 
In fact, I would nearly bite your arm off to get down. Because <laughs> it's this time of year that bands are furiously working, learning new material, and just trying to hit the grass as hard as they can. You know what I mean? So it's this time of year that I love. Let's get you know all the new material, get to hear we sneak peeks, and even get to find out who's playing with who. And ah, uh, do you know what I mean? So yeah, if you want me to run a feature on your band. Even just to call down and maybe give an interview to a couple of tenor drummers or something. I, I don't know. You guys could suggest things. But this is up to you. I would like to hear from you. If you would love to have me down at your band practice, even if it's for half an hour, five minutes or whatever, I would love to call down. Snap a couple of photos, a couple of selfies, and yeah, grab an interview or two. And then bring it to the listeners here on the podcast, as well as on the live show too. You know, help promote the band, raise the profile a bit, and let the world hear what you're doing behind the closed doors all winter. So yeah, definitely get in touch. If you'd like me to call down to your band practice, let us know. I'll stick the old postcode in the sat-nav and do my best to get there. Mind you, if you're over in the States, I might have to catch a couple of planes. <laughs> anyway... I think that about does it for this week. Thanks a million, everyone, for downloading the podcast. Again, I have to ask you, if you haven't yet, please go and subscribe. Or even better still, give us a rating on iTunes. Give us five stars if you think we're awesome. Plus, give us a wee write-up to say hello or this podcast is just okay. Do you know what I mean? Because anything that's kind of interacted there on iTunes helps us a great, great deal. Um, Plus, if you subscribe as well, you never miss an episode. So, yeah, you get a little ping in your inbox to tell you there's a new episode. So, there you go. If you never do want to miss any piping content from The Rab Show, there's your chance. Hit that subscribe button. Aye. Subscribe and follow. Aye, follow if you're on Podbean as well. Well, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, good friends there at G1 Reads. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and at g1reads.com. The G1 Platinum Chanter is played by bands around the world, producing that rich, full-bodied tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our Champion of Champions 2016 in Verarian District. Many thanks to our good mates there at G1. And until next time... We'll see you right here in the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.